Hi. It's the 51s. <laughs> it's the penultimate episode. Ah! Roll the intro. Hi, and welcome to podcast, giving an unsparing critique of One Direction. I'm Kay. And I'm M. And in today's episode, History, we will be taking a look back at what the five members of One Direction got up to in the last 51 plus weeks of us recording this podcast. But before we go on, we'd like to thank this week's sponsor. This week's sponsor is the Electric Fan, the less harmful com companion as the Global North collectively experiences the hottest summer on record. Stay cool, everyone. Okay, so we have 12 months to cover. So let's into it. July. Indeed, we're avoiding June 2020 because we're never returning back to June 2020. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes, um, we've already covered that, already talked about it, moving on. Um, do you just want to go down our list? Sure. Okay, so I'll start with Niall. Um, for, for, the, for the purpose of this episode, just in case you're wondering why are we not talking about either one of them, I did some, uh, you know, our, our usual high-quality research into Niall and Harry, and Kay kindly took Zane, Liam, and Louie. Um, so anyway, I will start with Niall. Um, so in July 2020, Niall did tweet about the um, 1D 10-year reunion and included all the crew members, which I thought was a really nice touch. Um, he did an Instagram post with, um, with, his, with all OT5, including Zane. Um, he apparently, the news broke that he might have a girlfriend. I don't want to talk about rumors too much, but like that just was a thing that like people talked about during that time. Also, apparently, this is a fact that I learned today. Last July, Niall's London apartment was broken into. Wait, what? Yeah. We, Weird. The news only got out in March. He wasn't there. It was like totally fine, I guess. But yeah. Happened last really? July. Anyway. Um, and so Harry, during this time as well, he released the Calm Sleep story. Um, and also during the One Direction anniversary, I was going to call it a reunion, I always called it a reunion, an anniversary. He posted, he had an Instagram post that's all Harry did in typical Harry style. And it had all OT5 members hugging. So Zane was in the picture. He didn't tag anyone in it, but it was a very sweet message. Um... Uh, for the twenty for the ten year reunion, Zane did nothing. <laughs> and I guess when he said he left one day, he really meant it. <laughs> Good for Zane. And then um, Liam carried one D day on his back. He did all the interviews, posted all the things, retweeted, reposted the stories, the fans. He carried it, and he was the only person we were all looking to on the day. It was great. Um, so he also released a, cap a capsule collection with Hugo Boss, which was shown in Berlin Fashion Week. Um, he announced the first of his live shows and he raised funds for uh, UNICEF UK and Soccer Aid. He presented at the Diana Awards to celebrate young people doing really cool things in the UK. Um, and yeah, he was really busy as always. And then Louis officially left Psycho Music, cutting time ties with Simon Cowell. 
Um, he announced his 2021 tour, world tour. He partnered with War Child UK to advocate for children in war-torn countries dealing with COVID. Uh, he tweeted about 1D Day and tagged Zayn, which, you know, made us all freak out. Um, and then he also uh, showed support of the UK for the UK supporting, like, lots of artists, like, musicians and crews who were just out of work because of the pandemic. Yeah, I feel like July, like, I always forget they're always just so busy. Yeah. July but, was especially busy, though. Yeah, for true. And Liam did the most, as always. Of course. Of course. So did me, though, weirdly. Anyway. It's okay. Yeah, I didn't realize that was all July. Wow. <laughs> no. um, well, I kind of wonder, too, just, like, on a publicity standpoint, if you're going to do a lot of stuff, do a lot of stuff when people are paying attention to you, because you have an anniversary coming up. I don't know. That's true. And I also wonder if, like, a lot of artists were going to release things in June, but then they realized, oh, we can't post anything in June because Instagram is not when no one's using Instagram for that in June. True. Okay. But I agree. I agree. I agree. It's like, let's not do anything for One Direction Day, but let's have our fans pay attention to us publicizing ourselves. Also, just like, for the final note, I was very, there was no big announcement on One D Day, like on the, on the anniversary. There was nothing. I was so confused. I'm still so confused. But fine. Whatever. All right. August. We ready for August? Yeah. Okay, so in August of 2020, Niall apparently snapped all the ligaments in his left foot while he was drunk and he missed a curve. Um, and then he told, up, told everyone the story on Instagram Live and showed him a picture of his foot. It was not a pleasant picture to look at. Um, but so he spent a lot of, I guess, the end of 2020 recovering from breaking the ligaments in his foot. Um, he also he also signed a petition to condemn anti-Semitism with um, a bunch of other people because I think I think it's a British rapper made some really anti oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a grime rapper did it I forget his name it was ridiculous it was awful yeah so Niall signed on with a bunch of other artists condemning anti-semitism um he also spent some time on Twitter because I feel like one of the things about Niall is like yeah he spends a lot of time on Twitter just in general like for as a celebrity but I think that like when he has meaningful things it felt important so he spent um he spent a good, like, a day on August in particular telling people to be nicer to celebrities. Because I feel like Niall really, in the past year especially, has been like, people should not just be mean to celebrities, just be mean to celebrities. And I will, like, define myself as I want to define myself. Um, but he, like, does it in, like, the nicest way. Like, his fans are like, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, it's fine. Just be nice. And I'm like, wow, Niall. Great. Um, and the only other big thing he did is he did spend a long tweet telling us about how much he loved the Obama years. Which is, like, I mean, fine. Not, not the exact point but you know <laughs> it's great that Niall is like living in a nostalgia and like is supporting anti-Trump stuff but you know anyway it's and Niall like almost there but missing the point it's fine yeah. um that was Niall in August um Harry Harry in August this is when Harry decided that he needed to jog in Italy which, Kay, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like you did this on this podcast. You did explain to us that that is not a thing that people do in Italy. I don't jog outside of gyms. Um, but Harry was jogging through the streets holding his phone, which everyone could clearly see because he's Harry Styles and you can get a lot of pictures, especially when he's doing something that's like not really, I guess, societally normal. Um, he was using his Google Maps app and people caught him like getting like lost as he was trying to run the streets of Italy. Um, but that was kind of really all we saw of him. He was in Italy and he was jogging. That's it. 
Um, it, Zane got a USC sponsorship to post um, about UFC on Instagram on, and Twitter. This is my question with Zane's sponsorships. Like, when are, when are Zane's fans ever? <laughs> you don't get it. I don't understand how they partner up with these people, but whatever, go off. Um, Liam got engaged. Um, this is when he did. He also planned his second live show for his birthday. Um, he started posting his drawings because he's not. He's really into art now. And then Midnight finally hit number one on Hits Radio in the UK. Not like not nationally, just on one radio station. So, right. <laughs> and then um, Louis Thomason dropped new merch, and then he won. Similarly to Liam, there's one radio station where he won Summer Artist. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it feels kind of like a casual, casual August, you know? Yeah. In preparation for what's to come. True. True. Um, all right. So September. In September, the only really thing I could find about Niall in September, and maybe this is just my poor research, he had a birthday, but I also feel like the big thing he did, because he was doing a lot of um, radio interviews still, and like he did some like television performances and radio stuff for his song that came out in June with um, May, I think May, it was in May, 2020 with Ash, moral of the story, but her his remix that he was on, he was still doing a lot of like promotional stuff for that, um, so he, I feel like he was doing a lot of radio interviews every now and then, and he talked about Zane in the never-ending saga of, like, what happened with Zane and the boys, and he was like, Zane and I had don't talk, we had a falling out. I think the only thing I really gained with that, like, wow, Niall is still, like, maybe the most mature about this. Anyway, that's it. I couldn't find anything else. Um, Harry was filming Golden in Italy, so there were, like, all these pictures of Harry, and this is when he got his role in Don't Worry, Darling. <laughs> And Harry Styles, the quarantine actor, career began. Um, yeah. I'm also realizing that, um, so a big reason why we divided uh, we divided the members that we did is because when it came to Zane, Louis, and Liam, all I had to do was just go on Instagram, Twitter, and Wikipedia, and I found everything I needed. And it just hit me that, like, Harry Styles doesn't post anything about himself at all. So you literally just have to search. So therefore, I ended up doing way more work. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It just, I was like, whoa. I mean, I will say that I feel like there's things about Harry that make it hard to, like, report on him, too. Like, like you have to rely on the media, and it is weird. It the is. Work did, it? So many articles you have to, like, suss through. It's so weird. It's so strange. So it's strange. Very strange. Um, so, in September, Zane's daughter was born. Yay! Yay! He, I think, as our viewer pointed out last week, in the same week, he also released his song Better. Um, and I think it's really funny that if you watch that music video, Zayn actually recorded that music video where he's in the music video, he's just all alone in a house by himself. And he actually recorded that video in January of 2020. I just can't believe that Zayn um, has such quarantine, like such um, quarantine aesthetics of isolation. And I just think that, you know, amazing. This was also the month that I consider to be Influencer Zane month, um, because in the same week of telling us he had a daughter, he also had an, a, an influ a deal with the Harry Potter video game and a FIFA, an EA FIFA video game uh, sponsorship. Um, he also won an iHeartRadio Music Award alongside the band Shade, right, if I mispronounced it, for their remix of Trampoline. Mm -hmm. um, 
I also think what was interesting about, I think thinking about like what we talked about last week in terms of like Zayn's career and his relevance still in pop music, I think it was really interesting that once his song Butter came out, like every single major platform, music platform was tweeting about it. And I just think it's crazy how like about his return, I just think it's really crazy how he's still so like relevant to them. True. Um, True. This month, Liam was featured in Esquire magazine. He performed Midnight on Good Morning America, and I think he did a job. I think he was paid by TikTok because he revealed to us that he was working with TikTok. So I always just figure with celebrities that they tweet about something being on an app, like they're being paid by that app to say that they're on. <laughs> I hope he was. I feel like I would agree with you, but like it would not surprise me if Liam was just jumping onto the trend. Oh, like just come join me on TikTok. Yeah, exactly. Oh, like to be like, show me, join me on TikTok so I can gain followers so I can finally get people to sponsor me on TikTok. Yeah, just kind of like, I mean, just as we've talked about, like we're confused about some of the choices Liam makes, it would not surprise me if he was. You're right. But. I could be wrong. Just, just Either later. way, it was not to connect with the fans. Money was a part of the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Louis was just quiet, right? Yeah, Louis did nothing. Good for Louis me. was quiet. Sorry, yeah. Louis didn't do anything that was either written by, in by the media or anything, so. Yeah. Because Louis like private life, not touring, whatever, living life. Good for Louis. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow, influencer Zane is just really a moment too. So funny. I just love I and I think I didn't realize it until like until our listener last week pointed out that like he really does just like he's like, Oh baby, this is when I should release things. <laughs> it's so great. Um all right, so in October, um they uh, Niall congratulated Zane on his baby on an interview. Um, I mean, they kind of asked him about it, and he's like, congratulations. But, like, I, mean, I think he also said they sent him a message. Um, so that's sweet. Um, also, like, the big thing that happened in in this time, um, he went on, like, I honestly, I can't really figure out exactly what happened. But basically, this Irish comedian who's, like, well-known in Ireland, I guess, for, like, doing this kind of stuff, um, they had him, like, perform a song on some type of show or something, like, he performed one of his songs, and the comedian, like, interrupted him and was like, I prefer Harry Styles. And people, like, American fans lost it. They were like, how dare you, all this kind of stuff. And I was like, this is really funny, how they were, like, really upset by that and how he got dragged all the time. But then they, like, I can't really figure out if he was actually mad at him or not. It was rather confusing, but it was a moment in October where Niall fans went mad and Niall was just enjoying it. So who knows? Who knows? Um, apparently, they like he like tweeted at him to like make up and like said they should hang out in Ireland. Who knows? Anyway, it was a thing that happened in October. Um, also, he no context tweeted that he wished he could vote in the U.S. election. I feel like given Niall's track record, it is pretty clear what Niall is trying to say there. But it was given no context. He just said that he wishes he could vote. So Niall in October. Um, <laughs> That happened during this time. Um, for Harry, Harry had a had a busy October because he was filming, I think, at this time, or if not, like was almost filming, and he released the Golden Music video, um, which is, I guess, part of what he was doing when in, in Italy during that time. Um, 
I really don't know. I still am confused on why he did this during this moment because, like, watermelon sugar was like he like post dedicated it to like touching in some weird sort of way. It's like a like a oh we should celebrate not being in quarantine and whatever. Um, I feel like Golden was celebrating the fact that he was rich and could go traveling during a pandemic. But whatever. Um, still cute. He looked good. So good for Harry. Um, and he also endorsed Biden a week before the election. Um, and told people to vote with kindness, <laughs> which is a, you know, it's, I guess, hopefully, if it inspired one person to go out and vote and save America for, from like horrible, horrible doom, fine, I'll take it. Um, but it's annoying. And um, he also invested, it was like announced that he was investing in a Manchester music venue, like a, like a new stadium for music in Manchester. Um, the vote with kindness tweet to me was just like, I know that I have conservative fans, so I'm just going to be like, I'm just going to be like, this is not a political issue. It's about a kindness issue. <laughs> you know what? I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> Which is still ridiculous. You're still so right. Oh, Harry. I, I also read Niles tweet as just being like, I can't believe some of you Americans don't want to vote. I literally will do it for you. Oh yeah, I'm not at all like upset with Niall. Like I'm not, and I was just like, this feels weird. But like, I, know, but I agree. I remember you talking to me, being like, "Okay, can people who are not like, I think, especially because I think you're so into like voting rights, I think you're just like, can people who are not U.S. citizens please not? <laughs> like, please don't heighten any conservatives believing in some kind of hoax of like people who who aren't eligible voting. Please don't. Um, because at that moment the conservatives were really trying it, as we saw. Um, okay. Uh, Zane also tweeted out for Americans to vote. He just said, no. Um, <laughs> uh, he also posted covers on his Instagram of himself singing. I don't know what the first song was, and I just didn't care to look because I don't care anymore. Uh, <laughs> and then he also sang <laughs> Hold Back the River, um, which was interesting. Um, I also, yeah, I can't believe the U.S. election is something that actually happened. Um, no, seriously? Here we are. Okay. Okay, Liam launched eyewear with Hugo Boss. I want to know why Hugo, and whatever, it makes sense. It doesn't make any sense to me, but it does. Wait, what is, wait, wait, wait. Like, oh, eyewear, sunglasses, okay. Yeah, thank you. Uh, sorry, I should have said that. He, he launched, because that's what the bougie, the, the pseudo bougie brands call sunglasses, eyewear. Um, he hosted his third live show, which was Halloween themed. And he also was on a, a makeup YouTuber's channel to talk to who like helped him like do makeup for his Halloween theme. And then he released Naughty List with Dixie D'Amelio and not Dixie, but the song and also working with a 19 year old as a 27 year old, whatever. Um, and then he and Tom Felton had an interview together on TikTok. Oh, wow. What a bit. Liam was so busy this year. No. Like, I, like he released Naughty List, a Christmas song, in October? I guess it was to hype up whatever. I don't know. He shouldn't have done that, though. I feel like that kind of messed him up. I think I, it's such yeah. a song. Just release it, like, in December so that people just listen to it, and then you get that money. Right. It's so confusing. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, we also talk about it, like, October 28th, so I guess it's, like, after Halloween – because I guess for a lot of people after Halloween, it's the Christmas season. Oh, that's fair. Like I think for us in the United States, we have Thanksgiving. Um, but, uh, 
uh, for Louis, the for some okay for some throughout the year of observing Louis, his fans would just occasionally just make his songs chart again. So in October, his album Walls, eight months after its release, went back on number one in a number of countries on iTunes. Um, and then he also spent this year reminding everyone that his, of his working class background because in October. He tweeted out in support of the school meal vouchers because the Tories were just about to let kids starve because why would they not? But he also dropped even more merch. So this is two, these are two merch drops already in a span of four months. You know what? I feel like Louie and like his fans kind of have K-pop energy. Truly. That's what exactly what I was thinking. I just didn't want to say it out loud. I'm like, what you're just describing, it just feels like, yeah, we'll randomly do this. There's emotion. And, like, Louis drops merch for us. Because I remember, like, Louis, like, what I saw is Louis fans were so excited when he dropped new merch. I remember. Because they, like, we were asking for this and he did it. Like, he did what we asked. Yeah. (laughs) So you could buy things to support him? Anyway. Um, Also, I mean, like, also just, like, on that note, also props to Louis, though, for, like, you know, doing actually like tweeting like about politics in his home country about an issue that like he knows affects people. Oh you know, like true though, because did Nyland Harry tweet at all ever about any things going on in like Ireland or UK politically? Um, I don't. Think, I feel like maybe Brexit. I feel like Niall might say things every now and then, but not not on that level. Like I feel like it takes a good amount. Not like galvanizing people to action. Right, exactly. Okay. I could be wrong, especially because I think Niall spends so much time on Twitter. I probably am wrong, but Harry <laughs> yeah. goes. If he knows. Um, and I, I don't know if Niall, because Niall's on Instagram lives too, and I feel like if Niall wants to say something, he will, but it, it felt like to me like a really cool thing because Louis is not as, I guess, Louis is, I feel like, more selective in the way he um anyway wow okay november november um so in november niall um he his big thing that he did he hosted a live stream concert at the royal albert hall in support of his touring crew who was not getting money from the tour that he had scheduled and he also supported a charity whose name I can't remember who who helped support um, people in the industry who are part of touring crews um, so that was like his big event and he did a lot of press before and after for that he also um, did a James Corden appearance in November for again moral of the story um, he did not get nominated for a Grammy and joked about it but I feel like we also got to see that Niall is just like yeah whatever I'm Bill Nile. Um, and he said, I'll work hard. You just need to have to work hard. I have to do something different next time. Exactly. Very like, it was great. It was very mature. Very mature. Very mature. And he also supported Sean Mendez. Um, he watched Sean Mendez' documentary and felt the need to tweet about it. Mike Nile. It's just so wholesome in his support for people, too. Anyway, um, Nile. So, Harry, this is a big, big moment for Harry, too, because his December 2020 Vogue cover was released in which Harry is solo man what first solo man yes he is the first solo man on the Vogue cover and this happened in this month feminism um, <laughs> something like that the world loses it because conservatives apparently have nothing to do during this time 
um, and they need people to be upset with because they lost a major election. Um, so you get people like Candace Owens and Shapiro, all these people commenting about it for some reason. I, again, like, I think for me, I'm like, I don't understand. I don't feel like it was as revolutionary in fashion as some people say. I think it is great that Harry's doing it. Bold move. All I'm saying is I think we've made our opinions clear about how Harry could be pushing the boundaries more and should not be getting props for all this. Anyway, um, I I feel like it's a big deal, especially as a Harry stan, because he um, he responded and um, well, he responded in December, but he responded and like to Candace Owens said that like Candace Owens big thing was bring back manly men and he tweeted a picture of himself eating a banana and said bring back manly men um which is kind of a big deal for Harry because I feel like Harry as we know does not use social media stays above all of it but felt the need to like do this kind of the, the most hairy way of getting back at someone um also in November he got nominated for a Grammy and then I believe, I couldn't figure out the exact date, but I think this is, if I'm counting back right, um, this is when that Gucci campaign he was in got released of him in the video talking about art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, um, yeah, so very busy month, very public month for Harry. Um, Zane was not, uh, was, you couldn't, Zane was unreachable. Um, <laughs> And then Liam participated in, no in Movember for charity. He was also featured in Ting magazine. Uh, he posted about the Daily Mail being out of line for calling him a bad dad for not being around his son during quarantine, but I was, so I had to socially distance. What's your problem? He did a sponsorship deal with ITV. Um, he participated in World Children's Day with UNICEF, and he worked with the Trussell Trust to advocate against food instability in the UK. And then he works with the Make Noise to raise funds for those hit hardest by COVID in the UK. And then he announced another collaboration with Hugo Boss, and then released an advent calendar for UNICEF. Um, and then he appeared in the Happy Hour podcast. And um, yeah. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. I have something to say. Um, none of the magazine features, I don't think anything particularly interesting was said, so. <laughs> and then Louis, once again, dropped merch. Wait, is this three or two? Three. This is three. <laughs> also in time for Christmas season. Oh, Louis so smart. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, wow, what a moment. There's so much happening in November, besides saying. Um, okay, so December, I, I don't know, I feel like for December, Niall really calmed down. The only thing that I, I could figure out for Niall is that he supported the Alone charity, which is an Irish charity for older people. Um, he donated Christmas gifts to all their volunteers, and he said that he wanted to go home to Ireland, but who knows if he did. So, I don't know if he was able to go home or not, but that's all Niall wanted. Um, and then Harry, the big thing that happened this year or this, this month is that the cover, he was on the variety cover um, for Hitmaker of the Year. And some of the, like, some of the um, Vogue cover dress drama, I guess, was continuing into December. But that's about it. Um, Zane had another sponsorship deal. <laughs> Influencer Zane returned um, with the Harry Potter video game. Um, it's just, I just don't understand. It's just so random. <laughs> It's so random to me. I'm like, how did they pick Zane and how did Zane pick them? 
I okay. like just real quick. Like, do do you feel like a lot of people approach Shane and he's just like, yes, I like this. I don't think like, it's even I, I like this. Just yes. Yeah, but I feel like there's things that he doesn't. It, because it's random, I wonder if he gets approached by a lot more. You know, that's the only question. Yeah, is. or maybe I hear what you're saying, and like, well, yes, because like this kind of sort of suits my brand, sort of. Right, like I love UFC. I kind of like Harry Potter. You're right. I hear you. I hear you. I think I'm projecting myself onto Zane, and that's just not realistic. You're right. It just, yeah, I just, I think for me, I just got confused because, like, thinking of Zane's, like, fan base, I just don't understand how they are, they're purchasing these products. Oh, I have that same question, too. I'm just, yeah. that was just a theory putting out there. No, you're right. You're right. You just allowed me to reframe my question. So, multi-thank you. Um, Zane, uh, Liam released the Naughty, the Naughty List music video. He, uh, was also sponsored by Harry Potter Entity, except it's the Wizarding World, I think, tours you can do in the UK. And then he appeared on a web summit to talk about the importance of tech, because Liam Payne, the pop star, knows everything about tech. And then Louis, um, Liam canceled his, his live performance that he had he scheduled for December because Louis ended up doing a live show to raise funds for five of his favorite charities. And he had an audience of 160,000 people, which was a record for a male solo artist in 2020, the third overall. Um, and then he tweets in support of efforts to provide care for people experiencing homelessness, especially in the winter time. And he also tweets on behalf of UK musicians who are uh, like not, I guess, famous ones, but the ones who just like who make a, a living for themselves. Um, no, 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 take it back. He tweets on behalf of UK musicians who are about to be screwed over by Brexit and have, will have to therefore pay work permits to, to have tours in Europe. Right. <laughs> as, a, uh, as a citizen of a nation <laughs> and the descendant of a people colonized by the UK, I just can't help but laugh. Um, <laughs> I just don't understand how Brexit, I don't understand how Brexit passed. That's just, that's so crazy. The UK is like, wait, what? This is happening? It's like, yeah. You do that. Yeah, that's a grand, whatever. Um, so maybe One Direction should have tweeted about Brexit when it was happening. Um, Real. Without being scared of alienating certain fans. And yeah, okay. I didn't realize, is the third overall biggest audience? Like a virtual audience? I wonder if it's just in the UK. Because, um, do people, like, have people had, like, live concerts? Like, was a live concert a thing before 2020? I, oh, like, a, I, probably not for a lot of people. I have, like, I have, like, K-pop, like, I have BTS questions, you know, just because I feel like they do, they break everything. And I feel like maybe they, maybe they just have records above that. I could just be wrong, but who knows? I'm sure it's, like, I think it's probably related to the UK. Okay. Which is bad for Liam. Oh. It would, if it was third overall, that would make sense to me. It would make sense to me, too. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. But as we said, Louis fans are kind of like K-pop fans, so it would make a lot of sense. It 
what I you know what like just good for Louis I just I think that like I'm learning throughout this year that Louis is just consistently doing things for him and like truly I'm pretty sure like my Louis my Louis friend watched the live show really I think so oh good yeah committed fans truly really truly okay so we're in 2021 um Niall, I feel like really just calmed down. I feel like he like Niall like amps up when he like releases things, and then like I feel like when he felt like he needed to really promote his album, like when he was promoting Heartbreak Weather, um, last year we saw a lot of Niall, and then like Niall goes quiet when he doesn't really have much to do, um, or promote. Um, so the big things he got a he his golf company got a really big deal with the Royal. It's called RNA. I I think that they're a golf club in um in Ireland. I'm going to be really wrong. I'm, I tried to figure out what it is. I'm very, very sorry. But basically he's trying to get more children to golf, which is cool, um, I guess. And um, also during January, apparently he made friends with Olivia Rodrigo because driver's license was going up at the time. And he reached out and talked to Olivia Rodrigo. So Niall, once again, also just being really nice to people who are breaking into the music industry. Um... In January, Harry released Treat, Treat People with Kindness, that music video, um, which was a thing. Um, and his, maybe his last, I'm assuming his last music video of um, his album. And he also didn't wear a mask um, while he was on a break from um, Don't Worry Darling, which I, as a Southern Californian, he was in Southern California during this time, and this is the height of a pandemic. It was infuriating um, because, like, mask issues were a huge issue here. All it was just a major moment, um, and a lot of people like really went after Harry when these pictures came out of him not wearing a mask correctly or at all um, while hanging out in public places. But anyway, um, all that besides the point. The other big thing that happened, and I know this is a rumor, I know it's a rumor, but I feel like it's gone on for long enough that like we just need to say it. The Olivia Wilde could have done other otherwise. Exactly. It has not been confirmed, denied by either one of them. Um, it continues to be a thing that people talk about. So Olivia Wilde is now in the picture um, while they were, because they were, he, she directed Don't Worry Darling, hired him for the role, and then uh, the news broke that they were together. I will knock it into who, when thinks that happened, but that's just when she enters the public sphere with Harry. Um... Uh, in Jan so this month, Zayn released the single music video, aka commercial, for the song Vibes because <laughs> the entire music video was a commercial. Um, and he also releases the album Nobody Is Listening, which I'm like, I still know. I think it's an album I really will will like meet again in like six months time. January 2021 was not the time for Nobody's Listening. I just didn't have the capacity to at all listen to the album because of um, the president of the United States attempting to stage a political coup. Um, but I'm excited for the day that I do. Um, he also released the Calamity mu comic book music videos. Um, and he was once again an influencer. Influencer Zane showed up again uh, for the Harry Potter video game and Omega Watches, UFC, a coloring book app. And then he also released merchandise because um, the world needs more. <laughs> um, Liam hosted his last live show he launched a fragrance with Hugo Boss, a cologne. 
And then he made his debut as a host of a FIFA podcast. What? I know. He's like a co-host alongside this, like, I think former football player where they just talk to footballers. And then Midnight reached 100 million streams on Spotify and LP1 officially was uh, Brit certified silver. And Louis, we didn't know where Louis was. Wow. Um, it's a really great time for Liam. How in the world? Also, I just, Zane released merch in After Nobody is Listening, too? Yeah. Okay. It was, merch was, was all with the cover art of Nobody's Listening. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. That's right. Um, did he do like any sort of promo? I feel like I saw things and I just, you don't have to know. He did a, he did a really, really random radio interview. Oh, okay. Okay. And I think he also did the, the interview where he said that Niles, Niles' album was his favorite. Oh, right. Okay. So it was like, it was like really, really random. Like he yeah. picked a radio station in the middle of nowhere. It made no sense. <laughs> It's so Zane though. So Zane. It is. But it was like a did was he not on Instagram Live? Am I making this up? Um no, that was I think for what's coming next in February. Oh, excuse me. So sorry. I'm no, jumping no. ahead. Um, but yeah, I do recall he did do I just remember he he did have one interview. It was very short, sweet to the point. <laughs> Great. All right, good for Zane. But it's out there in the world, so yeah. wow. Okay. Um, debut. Oh, and Louis did Louis Quiet, right? Yeah. No, great. Um, so in February of 2021, um, Niles' company announced that because again, he's also just like a golf CEO person, you know. So he announced that he's doing a mixed gender golf event this summer with equal prize money for both men and women. Which I guess is, I don't know anything about golf, but I think that's kind of a big deal in golf. So, yeah, go Nile. Also, um, this is the Nile and Harry thing. It's unconfirmed, but my Nary Harry is going to choose to believe it, that there are pictures of Nile and Harry going on a hike in L.A. in February. Um, so there you go. There's some news. And um, the big thing that happened for Harry um, is that he was confirmed to be in my placement, which is what he is shooting at the time of this recording. Um, influencer Zane showed up in February again, this time for the Super Bowl. He worked with Cora Seltzer, where he did an Instagram live about Cora Seltzer. (laughs) Um, Liam was not, uh, Liam was quiet this time around, this around this time. Um, and Louis fans got his album track, Defenseless, on number one in the worldwide iTunes, as well as in the UK Top 40. I love that Louis just just gets to do like Louis fans just do stuff for him. It's just so it's sweet. So funny. He's like, you guys are unbelievable. It's, it's his Louis fans are worth. I just it's like my favorite thing to like think about ever. It's a fun. It's a weird. It's the craziest dynamic. Truly. Also, now my second favorite thing is also to figure out what Zane's publicist is doing because what is happening. But I'm here for it. You, like hire like an influencer publish publicist. Like, but like. Because I guess Super Bowl is a really good time to get ad play. But what? <laughs> I, yeah, it's just so strange. Wow. Um, I also okay. like I'm just floored that like they're that they're brands that are like, yeah, this guy. You know what I mean? 
Or is it just like maybe like maybe because Zane doesn't post often, it's like because Zane posts only rarely, it's like when he does post something, it's like it's so maybe people recognize that. Maybe. It's just all really funny. I'm sure that he gets a lot of like like traction with his tweets. Yeah, you're right. Be, like I'm sure it gets a lot of because because of that I don't know, who knows. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay. So March, March, um, Niall in March he won an Irish Music Award for I think it might just be a radio station again, but No Judgment won an award, which is cool. Yay. Um, the Brits didn't give him anything, and he joked about the Grammys. And he posted a bunch of Instagram pictures all at once because Niall used to be on Instagram live like all the time and he kind of like calmed down, but he posted like all these nice pictures of him. Um, and he also talked about like how he was like girls trust in one direction because he, he didn't get to go outside. That was be sad. Um, so he like felt like he didn't get to explore the cities or anything. That was like his big, big radio interview moment, I guess that we learned from Niall during March. And then um, cause he's Irish and it was, St. Patrick's Day month, he did a St. Patrick's Day gig, um, like with a where he did a few of his songs, and then he also covered um U2's with or without you. Yeah. yeah. And then of course March's Grammys time and Harry performed at the Grammys and won a Grammy. And more importantly, met Beyonce. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so March 2021, Zayn released Begin Again with Ingrid Mikkelsen. He was once again sponsored by UFC. I love that he tweeted to Mary J. Blige the following, quote, obviously my humble opinion means nothing, nothing, but you were incredible in Mudbound. I cried the whole way through. I just really love this tweet because um, I love getting a glimpse as to how much Zayn is a student of R&B and hip hop because I feel only... Only true students of like R and B and hip hop understand that Mary J. Blige is on is like literal royalty and should therefore only ever be spoken to as such. So I just really loved the ways in which he spoke to her. And I was like, yeah, absolutely, you understand your face. Um, and then he also tweeted about the Grammys, which we talked about recently, and he said, "F the Grammys and everyone associated. Unless you shake hands and send gifts, there's no nomination considerations. Next year, I'll send you a basket of confectionery." And then in response to a fans, I think a lot of fans were like, are you just mad that Harry won? And he was like, my tweet was not personal or about eligibility, eligibility, but was about the need for inclusion and the lack of transparency of the nomination process and the space that creates and allows favoritism, racism, and networking politics to influence the voting process. He said, the Recording Academy is moving in inches and we need to move in miles. I'm keeping the pressure on and fighting for transparency and inclusion. We need to make sure we are honoring and celebrating creative excellence for all. <laughs> and the secret committees. Until then, F the Grammys. Which I just like love. It kind of like answered our questions of like why did Zane tweet? And it's also just like um like it while I think we can maintain our like our like critique that like clearly it's a game that ought to be played. Um especially especially and I think it's like not to sound weird, but like I like I feel like if 
if someone once again like Beyonce was like, I've been in this game for 25 years, like I'm not participating in this foolishness, but I know my worth. I think like for I think with a thing with Zane, it's like Zane, you're still really new to all of this too. So like it's like you do it's okay for you to have to play the game. Like that's fine. But we we I think his tweet also helped me realize that like he he understands that the larger political conversation going on. Um so yeah. Um, I, was, I was really grateful that he I think his second tweet was a lot more clarifying to me. For sure. The first one I was a little confused because he had nothing eligible like no yeah. big albums eligible and like I don't really know if nobody's listening is on par for Grammy season. Yeah. Um, and as a fellow like, as a fellow Pisces and Mercury um, our styles of communication are, and thinking are terrible so <laughs> we understand <laughs> Um, I stay, I understand. Uh, I, I think it's really funny that he was like, oh, maybe I need to clarify where I'm from. <laughs> Why didn't you get it? Um, okay, and so Liam partnered with UNICEF for World Women's Day, and then Louis announced, more like outward, outwardly manifested, that he's going to create his own management company to cater to artists who don't have traditional pops, who don't have the traditional pop sound. I guess in many ways he's kind of like, he wants to create a management company, because I think, right, well, Upon leave, we don't know yet what happens. Yeah, so it's this is like a uh, uh, foreshadowing to what comes, what's incoming for him. So yeah, okay, yay, um, cool. I missed Liam's Unicef partnership, but all right. Uh, I mean, we did one like on a like you did one on a monthly basis. It was just oh okay. Make his face present somewhere. He did. <laughs> all right, Liam. I mean, I guess if he's going to do things, it's like that one's like less embarrassing though, you know? So yeah. we'll, we'll celebrate that. Positive reinforcement. Um, okay. So April 2021, um, Niall invested and in, is now advising for an Irish athleisure brand, Gym, gym Plus Coffee, um, which I just love that Niall is like, I am going to spend all my money back into Ireland because I love Ireland. Um, it's great. Um also, Harry, during this time, had another Gucci campaign because he loves variety, um, you know, diversifying his brand name, <laughs> of course. Um, and also, we saw Harry's Little Mermaid Ethnopics, but like he was he part of his like photo shoot when he was last time he was on SNL was him dressed up like Little Mermaid and he um, didn't use them, but that happened in April. Um. Zane was on the cover of GQ India and GQ Spain, and then he released the Begin Again music video with Ingrid Nicholson. Um, Liam was sponsored by EE, which I think is a channel. No, which I think is a telecom company. Whatever. Um, to do a performance at the at the at the Baftas, he wasn't a hologram. He was like a CGI. It was like a live performance as a CGI character. Oh, right. Anyway, it was yeah. weird. It was a virtual. He was a virtual. He was a virtual character. It was a, he performed as a virtual Liam. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. And then he tweeted about getting vaccinated. Yay, um, Liam! You're so good, and all of you listeners, if you're if you're able to, please get vaccinated. Um. And then Louis tweeted against the Super League. Which was the silliest thing I've ever, not Louie's tweet, but just like the idea of a Super League was the silliest thing I'd ever heard in my entire life. I was like, you have enough money as it is. Why do you need more? 
Also, you're not gonna get more. Well, and now apparently they're all like trying to get money back from each other. It's a total mess. It's like what what is what was happening anyway. Um. Okay. Wow. And like, look at Zane. Look at Zane just like releasing stuff, but also like being on covers of stuff. Like, it's just oh, Zane. I I'm yeah. impressed by him. Um. All right. So in May, Niall released our song with Anne Marie and people had been hoping they'd be collaborating for a long time. Oh good. Um, I guess. I guess like the Nile fans were real excited and they teased it for a while, but then they released a song. So and that's it's still charting right now. So that's that's what he did. Um apparently in May Harry registered a trade he registered like a company for a potential beauty line. Don't know if it's real or not. Yes, but that is a thing that like people noted in legal documents in May. Um, and he won a Brit. He did not perform with the Brits, but he won a Brit for watermelon sugar. Um, Zane tweeted it about Palestine again. And he also released a 25 minute freestyle, which I literally just learned about today. Wait, I know, under this, under his, because I was like looking through his Twitter. Um, and he like tweeted about this one YouTube. YouTube re- reaction channel that was talking about like his his freestyle, his twenty five minute freestyle, and I was like, wait, what? It's under it was he released it on SoundCloud under his pseudonym King Z, um, and in, it's like a, actually like a really really it it was an incredible like listen. I listened to it. And it's like he answers like a lot of questions that I've had about his life, um, his <laughs> One Direction, and he was like, it was really really cool. He talked about like he like met he, he like. He talks about racism in his face. He's talking about xenophobia. Like, there's this incredible, like, line where he talks about how, like, people criticize him for, like, not, for, like, being too light-skinned to complain about xenophobia and racism. He's like, yeah, try getting on a plane with my name. <laughs> like, do what you need to do. <laughs> um, he talked about climate change, leaving 1D. He was like, do you, I think the leaving 1D line, he was like, do you still think I'm a fool for leaving? I think not. He talked about mental health and, like, how he, like, and he was just, like, really, like, self-aware. Like, he just kind of shared an insight into, like, how he's, like, fully aware of, of what he's doing in the industry. He's like, yeah, this industry is insane. It's insipid. Like, I'm doing what I need to do to <laughs> just stay afloat and still be here. But, like, yeah, no. Um, and then, yeah, it was really exciting to listen to Gink. It was like, oh, this is why I liked you all along because you're actually just, like, really talented and cool. Another part I liked about it is that he explained in the song that the reason he has so many sponsorships and he's basically an influencer is like the moment his daughter was born and he found out his daughter was going like was on her way. He was like, okay, cool. I'm now forever going to take care of you. I don't care what this looks like. I will do it. Um, which I think is because he always, like Zane always was like, getting sponsored, like random sponsorships. But like, I feel like this year has just been more than ever. And he was like, this is why. And um, in terms of above tweeting in, a support of Palestine. He um, teamed up with UNICEF to advocate for the children of Palestine. Um, so yeah. Oh, good. wow! Look at Zane. I know. It's a, such a good. It's a, such a good freestyle. Everyone, you should go listen. I also just like love Zane's production because like he tries to like mix in like his vocals and it doesn't really work all that well. And I just think it's so cool how like Zane really just needs this. Like he, when Zane finds a really good producer, he does such an incredible like job but it was a really good freestyle i would highly recommend did he did he self-produce as well i think so i think so. okay it's not it's very unfinished and like very raw 
And then there's like a few, a few, um, a few people on YouTube like posted lyrics to the like lyric videos to like fully un like to, if you want to just read what he wrote. Hmm. Oh, cool. Oh, sorry. And then um, Liam launched a new co another collection of Hugo Boss. <laughs> Um, and he started talking about NFTs. This is where all his drawing that he started in August comes into the picture. And Louis rescheduled his 2022 tour in partnership with Samsung. And he also signed an, a global deal as an independent artist with um, BMG UK. Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't know that about Louis. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, all right. So June. Wait, sorry. Well, oh, in, in reference to that, it seems as though Louis. So I was trying to understand like how he like how he's considered an independent artist while having a major record, whatever. And I guess it's like even with what he did with Sony, like apparently his his deal with Sony was like a, for one album. Like it seems like Louis like yeah, no one's owning me ever again. So what we're gonna do is I'm gonna be attached to you, but like always as an independent factor. Like you're gonna distribute. Period. That's it. Wow. Yeah, I can see that. I think this is why still I am excited to see what Louis does. Yeah. Because he seems to be, like, be allowing, like, he seems to be crafting, like, an environment for himself to, like, do whatever he wants to do. Exactly. Which, I mean, that could mean, that could mean that nothing, but, like, it also could mean that Louis is really ready to produce whatever he wants to do. And we'll it also sounds like he has a lot of economy and agency. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it does. Crazy. That's how that. <laughs> Crazy how that. I'm, I'm excited yeah. for like whatever Louis is working on. Though. Yeah, it's as if everything about his life now is about him, right? And yeah. like he's in control of it. Yeah, feels like maybe it's just the time to listen to Louis for. Maybe like, Eleanor has nothing to do with it. <laughs> poor Eleanor. Oh, poor. Oh. Eleanor. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Um, and Liam and his NFTs. Uh, that's all I need to say. Okay, that's it. Um, all right. So June this month, um, this like month that is not over yet at this time of recording. Um, so Niall this month has he was on he did this Instagram live for his golf thing because I feel like Niall is now also just like a part time like golf. Um, executive and he's like also a musician you know just like on the side um, but on his Instagram live they were like did you struggle like I know all these other people had mental health struggles in one direction did you and he's like no I didn't thank goodness I'm like okay, whatever. you have multiple panic attacks my guy <laughs> not to laugh at it it's just, we saw it happen on video very confused but like it felt to me I was I just feel like it feels important because it's confusing because yeah. I feel like he's been very vocal about like issues he's faced that include mental health yeah. but I just maybe this is just my realization that as much as like I feel like Niall is very mature I feel like Niall might have a little bit more ways to go in terms of processing and like coming to terms with things he experienced in his early yeah. 20s um, but anyway I think it was like literally last week but Niall um, apparently didn't ever start um all right apparently too he he did jimmy fallon this month because he's still promoting our song with Anne marie and he's still doing performances of that and um harry's not really doing anything but filming right now 
planning on touring again in August. So I guess maybe he's prepping for that. Yeah, I meant to tell you when I was visiting my mom in Washington, we like passed by uh where does my mom live again? Tacoma, the Tacoma Dome, and it's like, yeah, Harry Styles will be in concert August. That's where he's like, opening okay. his tour. Yeah, I was, I was like, that is not an open that is not an open roof building. <laughs> I guess I and I I feel like I don't know because I think Harry has consistently canceled his concert. Um his concerts like a month before they, they went out and like everyone knew that he was not gonna be performing, but he waited to cancel until the kind of the last minute. Um I I don't know like what his I, I don't know. I guess maybe if he's going to cancel, he probably would have done it by now, or like he probably should be doing it in the next, like very, very soon. Um, but as for now, he has a tour scheduled starting in August. Niall, on the other hand, when he canceled his tour, he said, I do not want to put new dates on until I know for sure I can do them. Wow. So Niall has I want to do that to you all. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. Um, Zane, as of yet, has not done anything. Um, Liam appeared on Diary of a CEO podcast to talk about his life post 1D. Uh, we learned that he's no longer engaged, that he is seeking help for his mental health issues that he thinks he incurred from being in One Direction. Um, we learned that he's trying to figure out how to take back control of his career. We learned that he is, uh, he was completely flabbergasted by the success of Strip That Down and has continued to try and emulate that success over and over again. And he also talked about NFTs and tried to get his fans to invest in NFTs. And he and that person were like, oh, people are just like so old fashioned. Why can't they just invest in NFTs? And then he invests, he launched his first NFT in collaboration with a bunch of famous people in pop and tech and the tech industry, which just tells me that these people are just trying to get rich, poor people to invest in something that's completely worthless. Um, so don't do it, anyone. Please don't buy NFTs. <laughs> Um, he also joined his Discord and Telegram, and he tweeted about joining those two things. So I wonder if he was paid, but once again, as M pointed out, potentially it was just to create a fan base on those other platforms. Um, and he also tweeted about a psychedelic company that went public on Wall Street, and like, white people must be soft immediately. What? Why? What, what is that? I don't like, under, I'm like, what do you not understand about plants? Like, hello? Like, do you think you give people just had medicine people for like no reason? Like, no, dude, like, yeah, take the mushroom, but like, do it with deep care. I have a big pet peeve about psychedelics. I went on this really terrible date once with a person who was into psychedelics and he was like, oh my God, story time. He just thought he was so interesting. And I was like, is this the most interesting thing about you? And he's like, yeah, I saw God, I saw the divine. And I'm like, Dude, I said every day. Like, it's just called like opening your heart up. Like, stop it. This is not anyway. White people in psychedelics, y'all, literally just I mean, open, open yeah. your mind. It's not that difficult. I I just like also want to point out, like, just as in terms of like One Direction, that there is one person who's been open about being psychedelics, and it was the low key most annoying part about him yeah. talking about fine line. <laughs> like I require a lot of uh, things so that I can be creative. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Anyway, but stop white people. Twenty twenty one. Um, Louis is has been sponsored by a 
to promote fantasy football, i.e. soccer, in the UK. He also announced that he'll be playing the Milan Summer Festival in 2022. Once again, an FY, uh, uh, what? F, not an FYI. What is it when you, anyway, to the listeners, if you care, don't go to Milan ever. I went to Milan. As an Italian major, <laughs> I visited Milan multiple times. I lived in Milan. Just don't do it. It's just like a PSA. Save your money. Visit other cities in Italy. Just don't go to Milan. The mosquitoes there are really awful. It just has really, really weird vibes, y'all. Like, whatever happened World War One, World War Two has not left that city, and you feel it. It's just bad vibes all the time. Just don't go. So, like, that summer festival in Milan sounds like hell. And, yeah. He also posted a picture of himself back in the studio. Wow, can you tell this podcast is almost over? I'm just like, who cares anymore about who we insult? I'm really sorry, but like, I feel like even most Italians I've spoken to in my time as both an Italian student and living in Italy, they're like, Milan, nah. So, (laughs) flips hair. (laughs) Isn't it city, so? It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me though. I'm like, confession houses just moved to Rome. Also, here's my thing too. Like, whenever in certain parts of Milan, like certain suburbs of Milan, you just see like Lega Nord straight up just like spray painted everywhere. And I'm like, so as an African, no. And like, I just like think, and also Lega Nord is just like, it's really offensive to like Southern Italians because they don't think, they think Southern Italians are like beneath them. And like, I'm just like, who do you think you are? You realize that the rest of northern the rest of northern Europe looks down on you too. So like, get over yourself and like figure yourself out. You're Italian. Be proud of it. I don't. Yeah, I don't fully understand why Milan is a center of fashion. I always just figured that like I feel like because there's a reason they do like Men's Fashion Week in Florence, and I just feel like more people are in Rome. Anyway, if I was in charge of the fashion industry, I would just tell everyone to go to Rome, but I'm not. <laughs> there's my spiel um but yeah they like did a, they did like the for the five collectively like did a lot true true i mean i think especially for a year where like a lot of them had were planning on touring like three of them were planning on touring four of them had dropped albums right before this pandemic hit harry niall liam liam was going to go on a small tour right uh, yeah, I think so. I don't think he had dates yet, but I think he was planning on touring. Oh, okay. Oh, because yeah, he also released his album. He had just released his album when the pandemic hit. Uh, um, yeah, I think it was like really interesting, like watching how, particularly like um, Niall and Harry navigated their career, like navigated things that way, right? Like, I think it's interesting that Harry was like, oh, Steph, I can't go on tour. Instead of going back to the studio or releasing any kind of music or just being musical or connecting with fans, I'm just going to go film Hollywood movies. And then Nala was like, and I guess because Nala was actually actively um, get publicizing his album, Nala was like, I'm going to double down on my fans and also just like do more music things. I think that was really, I think it was, it made me respect Nala as a musician a lot more. Um, and I think if anything, like no shade to Harry, I think it just kind of like, couldn't like, it kind of proved our point that I think Harry really is just a, he's like a celebrity, um, who just happened to have chosen music as like the venue through which he would be a celebrity. Mm-hmm. But I think how he moved through 2020, like this last year has kind of shown that like, he's just about creating that celebrity image and like, it's all good and fine, but it just is interesting to me. 
And Louis' year was made up by his fans just being very passionate about him. Right. I feel like, too, on Harry's point, that, like, he's a celebrity, but he's also a performer. Like, exactly. That's right. I think more he than he's a musician. Yeah. You're right. Because I feel like, I feel like the Harry, like, Niall being, like, a musician in the, in, like, the coolest form, he's like, I write songs every day. I do my music. Like, this is what I do. And Harry's like, I need a space to, like, perform. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, but Louis, I, yeah, no, Louis, too. It's just been, like, where he's like fans fans and love for me and and like somehow I'm making it through and like I don't know apparently he might be writing a new album so which is cool and I guess it's also like Louis knows that he's not writing music that like sounds like what's on the radio right now and I guess he's like really just not taking it for granted that he has a fan base that like vibes with the music that he's making um true True. Super cool. And then Zane, upon listening to that um, freestyle, I just feel like Zane is really just kind of like with Shuga, like what I was telling you on the on our, on WhatsApp about like Shuga and Jin, Shuga and Jin from BTS. It's like I just feel like those of us born in like between like November of 1992 and like let's say like for the sake of everyone here, April 1993. Like there's just this like six months of just like we just are all very similar and I just feel like listening to Zane's like um listening to Zane's like freestyle like what he was saying and thinking I was like oh we all just sound and think the same and we're just kind of all going about like we're all going about this like existential crisis of being so close to 30 like the exact same way and I think I was so fascinated by it like of course we're not millionaires like Zane but like like I really do think we could all have just like a conversation about like what he was talking about, and I think we have them all the time too. And it was just really interesting hearing them be articulated through his like his music. It was great. I, I think wonder if there's like something that like I don't know astrology well enough to know if there's like something consistent that we have in our chart that would make that. Oh, like, like a certain. Place oh yeah, that, like, I think um, there's um. Let's let's see really quick. Give me two seconds. I can pull it up. <laughs> I think if I'm not mistaken, it's like where are Lilith? I think are Lilith. Like Jin is a Pisces and Lilith. And um oh okay. They're Jupiter, this is it. Um Jin, myself, Zayn and Shuga have our Libras our Libras are in Jupiter Jupiter's are in Libra, our Saturns are in Aquarius, our Liliths are in Pisces. And um, our Marses are in Cancer, and um, and then when it comes to yeah, so me too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's it. So Mars, Mars, Lilith, Mars, Lilith, Jupiter, Saturn. Yeah, those in particular. Cancer, cancer too, right? And Cancer and Mars. Cancer Mars, yeah. Okay, that's what it is. So there's something happening there. <laughs> there's something in there. We are not qualified as There's something there. Um, yeah, I think even yeah, it's just something about those six months that I just that's the, that's the running theory I'm going with. <laughs> I'm really excited to listen to Zane's SoundCloud now. I um, I really think you'll genuinely like it. 
I think, I mean, I I don't have anything, like, I, I think that, like, I, in general, I'm just fascinated by Zane's career in general. So I'm, I'm intrigued to, like, we don't really get open Zane that much. Yeah, exactly. I think it was cool to, like, to finally get, like, answers as in, like, to when we're, like, so, like, how are you making any money? Are you even in this career? Like, what's going on with the Grammys? How do you even understand yourself within the music industry? I think from, like, what he, like, like, wrote it's like oh he's like just trying his hardest to be as authentic to himself as possible and this is the only career he has for himself true yeah oh also there's this point where he was like yeah like another reason why i don't attach myself to a lot of things is because you all need to make me ethnic it's like why you must <coughs> why must you other me all the time in this like big okay Zing. whoa <coughs> go off I guess you have a different responsibility when you have a child that is like, yeah, also going to be viewed in what way because of like who you are, you know, like, wow, wow. Zane. Um, I think that I've just really throughout this time really appreciated Zane so much. Mm. Anyway. Um, there's still like, there's like a hustle there. Yeah, completely. And I think that like for a lot of me, I'm like, I just feel like you're like, I think, going into this I was like you're gliding wrong because you were rich and like are you just living off royalties how is this possible but I don't think there is I think he's just hustling in the best way he can yeah exactly when you put it all you're so right like when you put it all in a list and you look at it it's like oh like you actually are like there's like a system to this but it also feels like in some way he's not like yeah like he's exactly like, instead of producing merchandise or, like, teaming up with, like, a really random, like, clothing company, he, like, he really, he gets sponsored on Instagram at the same rate that Louis drops merch and Liam works with Hugo Boss. Which is, like, so strategic and, like, very similar. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just, like, really leaning into this hard right now. But I feel like similar to everyone else we've mentioned, including you and I. Yeah. Like, I feel like we're both very strategic about what we do and what we attach ourselves to. Yeah. And I... I would also say that I think like from our political standpoint, like that Zane, that the, like the singular, like um, the singular charity that Zane worked with was like directly about children in Palestine. Right. Or the person mm-hmm. he talked about. And I think it's like, I'm sure he's like donating to charities, like under like the radar, but I also just think it's like, it, there's like, such wisdom to be able to like, say like, he probably understands that UNICEF doesn't do anything because, like, we're all aware the UN does nothing for people of color. Um, but the fact that, like, that in that moment, we didn't really need people, like, donating to charity. It was just, like, we need, that what the movement needed in that moment was, like, people talking and saying things. And so it was, like, great. Zane was, like, I'm going to team up with, with, like, UNICEF to tweet about this. And I just think, so, like, I just think politically, like, he just kind of, like, I think he closely, most closely aligns with our thinking. Right. And I mean, I think in like even what we've seen, like I think it was really weird for me as a Harry fan. He was like, "I just don't really know what my thing is. Like, I just don't really know what I care about." And I'm like, "Dude, you are 25. Get it yeah. together. You know, like, yeah, you care about anything, literally anything, with specificity. You know, yeah. Um, and I feel like for Zane, it's like, no, this is wrong. I'm gonna say something. That's it. Exactly. And also for someone who talks about like treating people with kindness, it's like the moments in which you choose to talk about treating people with kindness are like very quiet compared to when you don't want to treat people with kindness. Mm-hmm. Right. But whatever. 
Real men. I would just also like to point out, yes, Candace Owens deserves to be stomped on because what she has done as a race trader is awful. But I just think it's so crazy that Harry, the one person Harry Styles ever clapped back at is a black woman. Mm-hmm. Especially because of, like, the racist vitriol that, like, white feminists, like, participated in following Nora Cyrus's, like, nap- what did she call her, like, a nappy-headed hoe or something? I was like, oh, like, what does it mean that, like, the, like you just come from the color, Harry? Like, what? Well, that's really, like, of all the people you're going to come at, Harry, her, okay, cool, that's fine. There were a lot of other people, by the way, but, like, it's just really strange. Once again, I don't stand, I can't stand that woman, but I just think it's, like, wow, Harry Styles, wow. The way in which he chooses to, but he is responsible for the way he chooses to respond, especially because his comments are so, like, it's not like, like, that's not Harry, right? So, like, who he chooses to go after and who he chooses to not, because I, I, a lot of racist things said by Harry Stans during that time too. Absolutely. I mean, also like you think about the, the dating rumors, right? It's like I remember when the Tracy Ellis Ross thing that just like that was there for like a day, then it was gone. And then mm-hmm. the Lizzo, like the I remember when Olivia Wilde rumors came out, all the Harry Stans were like, "You guys did say this about him working with Lizzo." But I'm like, "Yeah, because y'all are racist. Mm-hmm. You would never like take seriously the idea of Harry Styles ever being a woman of color, let alone like more importantly, a black woman." More importantly, a fat black woman. It's like, don't look at us. Look at yourselves. Right. You're the reason. Like, it's like what Harry Styles has, has been, like, whatever. I was like, what? And then they also got, like, very angry with Lizzo, too. And it's like, it's called choreography. And I'm like, y'all are showing yourselves. <laughs> Harry isn't grown man with agency. I know. I, do. I think it's like, I think maybe it's like, this is just what I was talking about last week about how like, an, a reason why, like, it was always hard to, like, for me to, like, connect to Harry is that, like, his his white fans are just vile. And, like, they don't, like, they're the worst kind of white feminist. Yeah. And I think, unfortunately, for what Harry has created is a space that, yes, that people of color can come to and, like, especially women of color can relate to and be in. But I think... It also has allowed, because of his lack of specificity and because of lack of being very vocal about things that he that like he should be vocal about, um, he also creates a safer space for like a vile kind of white feminism. Exactly right. It's like he doesn't. He's not problematic, but he also doesn't. He doesn't call out this, the the awfulness. And then when he chooses to take a stand personally when he's attacked. I mean, sure, he can put guitar, stickers on his guitar. He can go to protests. And yes, that's important. That's important. And I don't want to, like, take away from him doing that. Because I think it's big and it's important that someone, like, as big as Harry Styles is doing that kind of work. Um, and I think that if he, he... Yeah, I think it's important. But at the same time, when you're also choosing to, like, respond indirectly to a Black woman criticizing you... Or, you know, like, saying some really vile things about you, but in support of you wearing a dress, too. Like, of all the things to, like, I guess, feel the need to respond to, I think a man wearing a dress feels like, I don't know, I understand I hear what can you're saying. for a lot of people, but, like, it feels like it's supporting a very... I hear what you're saying. Type of gender politics, right? That's what I mean. Yeah. For sure. Also, just kind of like, really, of all the things you want to advocate for, yourself as the person you choose. Yes. 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 That's exactly. Really, what really I'm like, do you feel victimized in this scenario? <laughs> I feel like he did. I was like, 
No, and I think what was really sad is like, I wish, maybe this is also what you're saying too, is like, I wish you had been able, I wish you had centered like, um, I wish you had centered like masculine, um, people read as masculine in the, in the public world who don't have the freedom to wear what you're, what you're wearing or don't have that like privilege, but instead you just focus on yourself. I am a Harry and I was attacked. Right. And like people like, and I think like, again, I think I said it in the fashion episode and I'll say it again, because I think it's important, like the risk level for people who do not have the freedom to express themselves is so high. Like it's, it's not, especially for like, for trans women, like that's huge. And you like, yeah, just what you're saying. It's a great opportunity to take that platform and be like, this is for this reason. But instead he was like, no, this is about me. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Oh, Harold, he tries. He tries. I'm working on it. Um, because of our listeners' questions last week, I'm really working on my hypocrisy and double standard towards towards Harry. But um, sometimes Zayn Malice just shows through, and I return to my um, natural state. Um, but yeah, wow. Uh, any any other thoughts on the last 50, the last fifty one odd weeks of One Direction? Wow. Um. I. Um. Liam just really went up and down but he did a lot I think that like that's I think my takeaway too is he did a lot I just don't know how much of it was worth his energy yeah I agree or what it did for his brand it just kind of leaves a really bad taste in my mouth right but he was really trying and I think that's concerning to me in retrospect um but this is like this is him trying um but I guess maybe now that he's getting mental health treatment maybe like some of that effort will feel more directed and more healthy, I guess. Yeah. And they just want him to stop convincing his poor fans to buy stupid things. Right. Yeah. That's all we want to. Yeah. Um, NFT people to me just sound like, honestly, like Ponzi schemers who are like, well, we didn't get ahead of the Facebook thing. We didn't get ahead of Uber. We didn't get ahead of Bitcoin. So if we get ahead of NFTs, we'll make our millions. And then when people finally realize they're valueless, we won't really care anymore. And I'm like, no, like, this is so stupid. No, it feels like, I I don't, I don't quite understand why anyone would buy that. I don't understand. Oh my God, I don't. <laughs> I also love that we're in a point in history where, you know how sometimes people used to be like, your ignorance is what leads to like, to the world going to shambles, you're just ignorant. And just because you don't understand something doesn't mean you can't like it. I'm really glad we're at a point in history where it's like our lack of understanding of Bitcoin and NFTs. It's like, no, 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 I am not the problem here. That is stupid. It's just stupid. Right, right. Yeah. And and I love how Bitcoin is like, "Mm, we're like here to like equalize the playing field. Like, no, you're just showing and proving to us that this entire monetary system is stupid. And that like, we're basically all living in a system where something that is valueless is making us all just like work, whatever. Anyway, I um, just like a weird side note, and again, rambling. I got really into chess for a while, like online chess, like professional chess. Um, and they like there was this chess tournament, like a huge chess tournament with like the best players in the world, and it was sponsored by Bitcoin, and Bitcoin was the prize money. And like in the course of the tournament, that was like four days. The like the money value, like Bitcoin, like crashed. <laughs> so the prize the prize money crashed and they were all like trying to awkwardly like talk around the fact that like the bitcoin was spot like our or crypto it was crypto it was a type of cryptocurrency had just crashed and it was like oh, the they were gonna make like nothing on this tournament anyway 
ridiculous. It's all ridiculous. It is. And I think what's like so crazy and I'm like, yes, what you're doing is exactly what the East India Cup Dutch company did like 400 years ago. I get it. But the problem is that right now we can see what you're doing. Like clearly you're just creating another system to which a bunch of poor people have to suffer and lose for you to become rich. We're smarter now. Stop it. Hope so. Yes. I mean, yeah. there's nothing. I mean, if you're just going to be an ethical about it, just be an ethical about it. You know, yeah. say it. But because okay, like, this is a new age. You need to just enlighten yourself. Go away. <laughs> nope. Unless you're like willing to like find a way to redistribute wealth, you're doing nothing. I know. It's really nothing. You're just wasting our time. And quite frankly, on like wasting a lot of like space on the internet, which means you're wasting a lot of server e energy used by servers. So therefore, the, the ocean is suffering and the planet is suffering because of your uselessness. Thank you so much. And I just, I mean, you guys on a podcast. direction. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this is the situation we're in. But I think that, like, I'm like, you're wasting time that we do not have. Like, well, we don't have for this. Yeah, for sure. So um, stupid. Anyway, welcome to our One Direction podcast. I know. <laughs> what we're really like behind the scenes. This is where the highly educated part comes in. I'm flipping my hair, by the way. Um, but yeah, that's that's the last, once again, 52, 51 odd weeks of One Direction. Hopefully they don't do anything. Knowing them, they're probably going to do something really crazy in the next nine days. So, <laughs> woohoo! But wow, what a lot. That was a whole lot to add to their history. Speaking of history, let's talk about it. Written in 2015 by Liam, Louis, John Ryan, Julian Benetta, Ed Druitt, Wayne Hector. History is the last song OT4 ever sang together live, and a song I consider to be the gentlest way One Direction could ever tell their fans that they were never returning from their hiatus. I want to give them some credit and like maybe thought they were like, wow, it'll be really nice to come back from this break. I don't know what they're trying to do. But yeah, anyway, I think it's a very nice closing end to a chapter. And I'm kind of sad that Liam, um, that like Harry and Niall didn't write on it because I think it would have been really beautiful if they'd all contributed to it. But sure. Liam and Louis know how to write a tune. They really truly do. Liam! <laughs> you know what you're good at. Just do it. Okay. Um, join us next week for Love You Goodbye. Our very last episode. Yeah! Um, and as always, we have our email open. Um, we have finished our listener Q&A comment anything like that we do have one more episode next week and we are so excited and again we are always so so grateful that any of you have bothered to listen to us and um making us a part of your life in any way shape or form um so thank you thank you thank you again indeed a massive thank you for listening all the love